Good morning and good afternoon. Welcome to this week's edition of the Digital Shop Talk Radio. I'm Tom Dorsey. I've got our co-founder and my co-host, Uwe Kleinschmidt, joining me today. As you can tell, we're practicing social distancing. Normally, we sit much closer than this. Uh, and today, we've got a great guest on, Adam Benchik from Pro Service Automotive. Welcome back, Adam. Great to have you on. Hey, great to be here. I appreciate you guys uh, inviting me back. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, you know, and we've had Adam on. It's probably been about a year. And uh, in that time, Adam has, uh, you know, experienced some phenomenal growth. You might remember the show. He was on with John Long and uh, Christopher Peterson. We were talking about specialization of roles, and we were talking about efficiency at the counter and in your process and some other things. And, well, about a year on, you know, Adam has applied those principles in his business, and we're going to talk about some results today and uh, how actually you're managing that phenomenal growth. What's that last year yeah. been like for you? The last year has been phenomenal. It's been our best year in business. Um, we just eclipsed the $2 million sales mark, which is the first time ever. Um, you know, it's special thanks to the staff and the processes and, and the different vendors such as Auto Vitals that we've been working with. Um, and that growth is, is all those tools, so to speak, put together. No, that's fantastic. And so uh, what would you say is, you know, kind of, uh, you, you know, last year you were kind of formulating the plan and you were really, you know, thinking outside of the box, I think, in how you'd been running the, the business before and how your process had gone. There's a lot of hurdles to overcome there, right? You've got to kind of re, you know, factor the thinking of the technicians and the front counter and the staff buy into that plan. Then, of course, you have to implement the process and, you know, it better pay off because, then you got a whole bunch of, oh, yeah, well, you know, kind of we told you so's in the back, right? And that, that can impact your, your, um, your process uh, and your progression. Um, how did you get that plan kind of, uh, uh, you know, buy, buy in from the staff and then, and then get the muscle memory developed to get the results that you've achieved? Right now, we have a great shop culture going where I think we can change those things and people adapt to them and such, but it's not always like that. It's not always been like that for us. Um, some people are resistant to change. Some people will go into it and, and embrace it. And I think once you find the right team, it's all those people that will embrace that change. You're always going to get the grumbles initially for sure of, gosh, I'm using this tablet or I'm doing this, or I'm just so used to using this tool and this way of going about doing things. But what you end up seeing is you see that $523,000 drop to 518. God, we invested this money in the ATI. Why are we not seeing an initial improvement? God, I want to see this right away. I want to see that buck come right away. I want to see my sales skyrocket. I want to hit $2 million that next year because God, I spent 40, 50 grand with ATR or whatever it was. Like, why am I not seeing this right away? But it's a change, and it's like one step back backward to take two steps forward. It's like it's so cliche, but it is so true, and that's one of the things I found the biggest thing. So we went from 2012 to 2013, uh, went to 588,000, and that was a $70,000 bump. And along the way, there wasn't always like these big 100, 200, 300, 400,000 dollar jumps. There's little little victories along the way, but I think it's important to celebrate all those achievements, no matter how big or small they are. Um, I can remember back when we first started the business uh, back in 2002, I was straight out of high school. Um, I started the this, this uh, business with a $3,500 truck loan kind of deal. Um, we were, I was going to school for business management accounting. That's what my degree is in. Um, and I remember working dominoes after 
at Domino's Pizza delivering pizza from five o'clock till midnight, one o'clock in the morning to just pay for that truck loan and then coming back at seven, eight o'clock in the morning to then work at the shop and then go to classes in the afternoon and, and repeating this cycle. And, uh, you know, it just really is like you bust your butt, you know, you're going to get something for it. And I've always had this commitment to just be the best person and put the best foot forward, so to speak. So um, along that way, as you grow that business, I can remember being just completely tickled that we hit $18,000 in sales, you know, one month. Like now I think about that and I'm like, God, if we don't do that in two or three days, like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's just, it just really is like, you know, you, you think about like, that improvement and um and where we were and where we came from and to literally think that this shop probably shouldn't have succeeded you know i I probably should have not been able to make through i mean that 3500 bucks 2500 dollars it went to our first month's uh, rent payment you know down payment to get the ball rolling we have a thousand dollars of capital to work with and uh, i don't say those things like give myself a pat on the back or anything like that or the staff that's around me, my wife, you know, her involvement and the belief that she's had in myself and in the huge um, piece of the puzzle that she's brought to it, or Nick or, or any of their staff members, we don't do that. Um, we don't bring the stuff up to, to give ourselves a pat on the back. It's more or less to say, if you're a shop that's struggling and you're having tough times and you don't think there's a light at the end of the tunnel, keep pushing forward because it, it's right there. You just gotta, you just gotta fo- focus on it and, uh, and think that you're the best person and there isn't a better shop out there and just have that mindset. This is a, this is an obsession is what it is. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I've become obsessed with the business. To, well, and, to it's, get it to this and it's a duty, right? It's a duty to that business and to those folks and families that, that depend on your business, right? Um, both yep. your employees and your customers, right? It's a duty. And so it is, yeah. Hey, uh, the expectation is that you do it, you know, you're in it to win it and that you are successful and it isn't bragging. It's, it's, and especially when you're able to take some things that have been traditional in the way that we do business and change those up and have success yep. and to show other folks how to do it because then we grow as an industry. And you know, this guy right here, I got to tell you, I mean, talk about inspiration, right? Is uh, ever since that episode that we did last year, I'm, um, you know, a lot of the things that came out of that episode, I'll tell you what, have made it into our product, have made it into our messaging. I can't tell you how many times I've talked about, uh, you know, in front of groups or on the show about things like the Amazon rule and specialization of roles and these concepts that we're really uh, looking to incorporate into our product solution. I'm sure you've got um, some some insights on. Sure. Yeah, no, I, I was very, very inspired by that. Uh, it was episode 10. I know it for, for a fact. 50 episodes, yeah, yeah. that was right. And, uh, and so what you mentioned, what, what um, Christopher and, and John mentioned, those little jewels, you know, easily overheard, but when you really think about it, they're, they're really important, right? Whether it's to hit the bus test, John brought up, or when you yep. talk about specialization, my question though is I want to I want to go back to what you said. You know, in other words, it has to get worse before it gets better. Yep. Running a small business, you cannot afford a, a lot of getting worse, right? So, where do you, when do you pull the plug, or how do you measure? We're still in good shape. 
right? I have faith and enough data to show me we're going to be over the hump soon, right? Yeah. Which reminds me of our current situation we're in. You know, we're, we're watching all the numbers and are waiting for the uptake because we know mm -hmm. it's coming, Yeah. right? Yeah. So, so, so how, do you, how did you deal with that? Um, <clears throat> a lot of it is a belief in the process. We make mistakes along the way and such, but like I'm always going to bet on myself when it comes to making a change. Um, if I feel strongly about something, whether it's right or wrong, I want to see it through. Um, sometimes that's a week, that might be a month, that might be a year before you make that change. But uh, if like with the ATI program, you know, initially we had our coach that was meeting with me weekly and I resisted his suggestions a lot just because I'm like, God, you know, I've, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing well, you know, we're seeing the business grow and, and, and I'm, and I'm just bullheaded in a lot of ways. <laughs> and uh, Uva knows this firsthand with some of the things that he's made suggestions on um, that I have resisted initially but then fully embraced once once we uh, make that change but nonetheless it's it's a lot of that stuff is is really listening to people that have had success um and taking their suggestions and what works for them and trying to implement those things because if they've had success with it and then i stay motivated and i stick to it i'm hopefully will have success too and my variation of that change may be a little different than theirs at uh, after it's all said and done but nonetheless, it's staying motivated with it. So um, to answer your question, it's not really like, there isn't an easy way to say it time frame wise. It's, um, it's a lot of it is seeing the, seeing how your techs um, respond to it. Can you give them a tablet and then in a, in a week say, all right, I want to do what I'd call a half-assed digital inspection today. <laughs> um, I Initially, you got to get them into it and then see, do your do your customers respond to it? Do they engage it? Do you see like them looking at these inspections and, and getting good positive feedback? And then if so, um, now try to get your things like give give every every step along the way when you make a change. Um, if it's a change that the techs are initially going to resist, give them something positive to look at too, and maybe focus on the positive. So if you're trying to get them to do a digital inspection try to make it so that you have maybe a little extra flat rate time because they're adjusting to something new and then they embrace it um, or find a way that okay this inspection although it's different than what you were before look how everything is laid out like i'm actually putting you know that old paper inspection everything was all over the place now this digital inspection has everything laid out in terms of how you get out of the car and in those types of things and i think if you get certain positives in it then they're going to embrace that change a little bit, a little bit better, I guess you could say. So, not a great answer to your question um, in terms of like a time frame or whatever, but it's just a belief in in the process that you're trying to change, allowing it enough time to change, uh, and then seeing results, tracking car counts. If you're if you're advertising a certain thing and a special and everything like that, how did your car counts change? Um, how did your average repair order change? Did you see a positive result? If you didn't see a positive result, probably throw that idea out the window. But if we saw a positive result, now how can, how can I elaborate on that positive and make it better and better and better? And so um, hopefully that, that adds a little insight into answering that question, I guess. Yeah, and so Uwe, I would I would think that it probably starts at commitment, right? right. Is that if you're going to go through the pain, you have to believe that there's going to be the payoff at the end. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. 
and so that you stay in the saddle because if you don't then then you're likely to give up right no there is definitely commitment but as adam pointed out you, you see a drop in something whether it's aoo or technician productivity yep. right so you your commitment doesn't pay the bill in the end, yeah, well. right? But if, it, if it's not there, then you give up early, right? So you have to have commitment. And that doesn't pay bills either. That, that doesn't that, that. pay bills either. That's correct. And <laughs> robs you from paying bills. <laughs> right. And so that, there's, there's this fine line when you when you you still believe in yourself and in your team, right? And I was just wondering whether you can share with the audience. Um, beyond what, what you already shared, what are those sensors which trigger, okay, you said it already, it didn't work, so let's try something else. Um, yeah, so let's take uh, one example would be, like we just talked about, the service visor production manager role, and like how I could see that being an improvement as opposed to what we did before. So on Protractor, and a lot of the same stuff as on on the business control panels for auto vitals and everything like that. So it's just a matter of how you want to track that data. Um, what you guys have is great. I have some some you know great alerts set up with emails and text messages that come out to me. So it, it's nice to have that feedback there. That's a great way of monitoring things. Uh, we also have Protractor's dashboard showing different conversion percentages and stuff like that that we use there. So I use both those tools to monitor everything. Um, in terms of like that service advisor production manager role and the production manager estimating jobs and the service advisor handling the customer side of things, what I looked at before was how is our conversion percentages? How is our ARO? How is our GP percentage and everything like that? How are they before and then how are they after with the change? And the biggest things that I saw was the system of accountability um, in that there's two people working with every ticket as opposed to just one. Uh, gave that accountability to say, okay, don't let yourself slack and not estimate everything off of, off of inspection. Give the customer every dollar amount um, and then what we ended up seeing was the possible, um, the total dollar amount that was available to sell to the customer, maybe it was, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but maybe it was $1,500 before we did the service advisor production manager role. Now let's say it's three grand and our technicians are, are uh, checking these things out and they're coming up with $3,000 of work on average for every ticket. It's probably not that high, but let's just say it is. If we were before only estimating 1,500 of it, we kind of capped ourselves as, as far as what we could sell. So I want to see that we bid out $3,000 of the work and now you see that improvement. And what you ended up, what I ended up seeing was we had 75% conversion rates, 80% conversion rates before the service visor production manager role. Now they're 50%. <laughs> and I'm like, God, that's, that's actually a loss. We're converting less sales. No, we aren't. We're estimating everything. And so, you know, you see those changes or whatever. Um, and what some people might see as a negative I see as a positive because we're, you know, you, you got to look at the whole picture. It doesn't mean that our guys are doing a bad job. I think 50% conversion rates is a great rate it's if awesome. you're estimating everything. You know, yeah, right. I mean, it, it, it's phenomenal if you're estimating everything. Yeah. If you're estimating the things and you're converting 50% of it, now it's only 25%. Now it's maybe not so good. So, like, all those processes, whatever you have to implement, whatever you implement, you have to see it through, and then you have to make it trackable in some type of way, shape, or form. 
Um, and that's that's one key example of, of why I like this setup as opposed to other ones is the accountability factor. Our guys are great. You know, they don't need somebody micromanaging them or, or anything like that. But in some ways, it may be that they were overwhelmed with the entire process and needed help to keep themselves on track. So, so that's a, a great example, I guess you could say, that an improvement that we saw. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's why that business control panel is such a powerful tool because it allows you to see that insight, right? As you say, oh my gosh, my conversions are tanking. I'm in big trouble. Wait, my revenue's going up. And you can look at those two KPIs side by side and get that type of insight that says I'm going the right direction. Let me crank the throttle up and do more of it. Yep. And then like John Long circling back to his hit by bus test rule um, that Uva had mentioned the feedback that you get from your staff members, even if you don't see the numbers, like I go and be like, Hey, how's it going today? You know, they're going to let you know if something isn't working or, you know, there might be that initial grumble and you got to see whether that's an initial grumble because something's changed or whether it's actually like, Hey, this isn't working. We need to change back or, or go a different direction. So like that hit, hit by bus rule is a perfect example of now I go to John and Nick at our shop, our John at our shop. Um, and I talk to him and you know, how's things going? How are you liking it? And this and that, and they're like, you know what? I feel really good about it because now I don't know um, everything about half the vehicles that are in our shop. Now I know pretty much everything that's going on with every vehicle in the shop. So if I get a, if I get a call or John's in the bathroom, you know, or he needs to go grab lunch or something like that, I can answer it for him. It might not be my specific role to handle the customer end of it. You know, I'm I'm kind of the estimator, production manager type role. But I know what's going on with that vehicle, and I can take a look at it, and I can tell tell, tell him confidently what's going on with it. And the same thing for John is uh, maybe Nick's handling the when's this vehicle going to be done kind of thing and handling that workflow and such. But he can look at the schedule. He can he knows what's going on with the vehicle. He's the one that talked to the customer, and he can give a better idea of, of how that vehicle is looking in terms of everybody's as opposed to just the customers that he's working with. So I think our customer experience and service is better because of it too. Yeah, much better, right? And there's much more ownership, I would say, internally because it's not just the information that you have in front of you, but now you have, a, a, you know, more understanding of things that you can't ignore or that, you know, you should make sure that are being managed. Um, yep. And it creates a better teamwork. And like you said, ultimately, a much better customer service experience, um, you know, which leads to better retention. And then ergo, the numbers that you're seeing, you know, <laughs> skyrocketing in your business. That's yep, fantastic. For sure. hey, you know, uh, real quick, I want to give a, a quick plug. You know, we're going to have you uh, involved in our uh, – and so, so for folks that are listening, right, and that want to get really in the, the details because we don't have enough time to cover it in this 30 minutes. Um, but, but next Wednesday, starting at 8 in the morning Pacific time, we're having a um, uh, digital shop online summit, right? And Adam's going to be participating in there and where he's going to be given kind of the, um, you know, the, the how-tos with uh, what happens that we're, we're hearing about today. So uh, you can get over and register for that. Uh, it's going to be an all-day. It, it's going, uh, what, 8 to 3 uh, next Wednesday. So it's going to be kind of like the radio show format, but it's going to be a complete online, like a trade show, actually. We want to replicate a trade show. We've had so many of these industry events canceling over the last couple of weeks, you know, the ATI Super Conference and Napa Expo and, and just all of Meineke MDA uh, canceled. 
And so we want to do, you know, Auto Vitals likes to, to, to innovate and, and show leadership in this, uh, in the industry. And we wanted to get online and give a, a trade show experience. Now we can't, you know, get you cheap beer and, and, you know, golf tea times with your buddies and long lines waiting to get on a plane somewhere. But the educational stuff that we want to bring to you, breakouts, we've got a great lineup. You can go to, um, uh, what is it, autovitals.com slash uh, online, online, online summit time. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, and get registered. And uh, Adam's going to be giving a breakout. We've got, you know, Kim Hickey. We've got uh, Doug Brackett. Um, uh, Scott Thorley from, from uh, AMS. AMS is coming. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be fantastic. And so it's an opportunity for you to still get some of that educational experience. Uh, but do it from the safety of your, uh, you know, coronavirus-free bunker, wherever you might be, hold up. And uh, and still get some some of this information out. So tell us a little bit, Adam, about what you're going to be uh, uh, doing for us next Wednesday. So Dustin just mentioned that to me this morning. Um, <laughs> as far as what I think we're going to be doing, if I'm not mistaken, is kind of talking about what works for and different things like that, and what's worked for us and what hasn't. Um, is that correct as far as where we're going to be moving forward with our end of it? I think so, right. So let me chime in. Because I think we have, we are hiding still one of the biggest surprises for me, at least when I talk to you, Adam. So if we go back to the numbers, your 600,000 revenue was achieved with four employees, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. Yep. Your 2 million are achieved with seven or eight. Is that correct? We have eight, yeah. Yep. Actually... Eight includes my mom, who is uh, the painter. <laughs> <baker. laughs> so so let's. Yes, everybody um, counts. So, so now everybody can do the math: six hundred thousand with four people, two million with twice as seven. many, right? With yeah. seven, not even twice. That is three times more uh, revenue. In other words. You have increased your revenue by employee by a hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm -hmm. yep. I mean, I had to do the math twice because the number is so high. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. I mean, <laughs> this is an incredible achievement. And and if you don't mind sharing how you did that next week, <laughs> that that <laughs> that's probably going to get a lot of people. Um, listening. Yeah, that's what I was going for. <laughs> yeah, nope, I'm, I'm totally going on for that. So, um, yeah, as far as that goes, we'll go more into conversation. Uh, it's it's great. Like I, I really enjoy you know coming on the show. Um, eventually, you know, you kind of think about like helping train or educate and this and that. I'm 36 years old. You know, I'm in a position of like there's growth beyond this that uh, that we envision for a company but at the same time like i really enjoy coming on here talking to you guys um because then i know that hopefully i'm helping make a difference in terms of other shops um even if it's just shedding a light on that god look what we went from to where we are now um that would be the ultimate like pat on the back that i'd ever have as somebody saying god you know i was listening to that webinar um episode 60 or an episode 10 and i took a couple things from here and there and I implemented that into my shop, um, whether you sent me a private message or whether you heard it on the webinar, you know, anything like that, like, you know, here to help. Um, that's, 
I, I wouldn't be where we are today without that help of ATI, without that help of Auto Vitals. Um, even just at Vision last, whatever it was, a week and a, and a half ago or two weeks ago that we're at it, um, I went to an ATI boot camp in that 2012, and I took down like pages and pages and pages and pages and pages of notes. Like I, I can't imagine, I can't emphasize how many pages of notes I took. And I came back, I'm like, this is what we got to do. You know, I got to, I can't implement all this stuff all at once, but I still have those pages of notes. There is my little, uh, this little guy. Yeah. <laughs> Chubby Secrets. It seems like it's Chubby Secrets. That's the Bible. <laughs> this is my Bible. Like, legitimately, yeah. there is so many things on here. We weren't charging shop supplies before. Um, there's a parts margin matrix. Like, legitimately, I have this sitting next to my desk every single day because all my notes from that boot camp and then the charts and different things that they, that they have, um, I reference it back. And then I went to that uh, vision conference and the same speaker, Matt Winslow, he was the speaker at the boot camp that I went to yeah. eight years ago. Awesome. He was the speaker at the vision conference. He touched base on everything and I'm going back there and I'm sitting back in my chair and I'm like, oh yeah, I do that. I do that. I do that. <laughs> and you kind of develop this like cockiness kind of thing. And it's not meant to be cocky. It's just a matter of like, look at what i've retained over the years this is eight years later i didn't dismiss anything that they suggested i was resistant to it right away but i took a pile of notes and then over the course of the eight years uh, made changes on top of that stuff i literally still have the book i know where i came from you know i mean as far as this goes like back when we're doing three hundred thousand dollars in sales five hundred thousand dollars in sales my vision has not changed whatsoever it is full steam ahead just as much as it was back then um, and you know, if I ever get down about myself or anything like that, you always got that perspective of look where you were and look what you achieved and just keep on focus on that end of it. And just, uh, so as far as these webinars that are coming up next week, I encourage and hope that people really watch them. Um, they get their pens and pencils out. They get their think like a CEO book out, CEO book out or whatever it might be and really like pay attention to it. Um, guys like Frank, guys like John, um, guys like you guys, Uva, you know, Tom, like, I mean, I, it just, I can't emphasize enough, like paying attention to it. Yeah, maybe you won't agree with everything that's said, but still take it in stride and really pay attention to it, see how it might help your shop out. Um, because if there is anything that I could change over the years would be to not resist so much in the beginning. <laughs> of any new change is really fully embrace it and, and go for it and believe in yourself. Yeah. And I mean, that's because that's what happens, right? Is that with ATI, there was a track record. There was folks out there that had benefited and you said to yourself, Hey, if they can do it, I can do it. And then you get into it and you're like, well, gosh, I don't know. What did I get myself into here? And you know, and you find a path and, but it, that's what I was saying earlier, if you stay committed and you have that belief in that end goal, and then it's just work your plan. And you've eight years in and starting to reap a lot of the benefits of the, of the seeds you planted back then. Right. And sure. now, now you've got, you know, healthy soil and you got straight rows and, and, and you're ready to, to continue to grow into the future and continue to, 
to harvest that, you know, that, yep. that work that you put in. And, and, and what we want to see is either a new chapter into that ATI Bible or the digital shop Bible right next to it, because really that is the marriage that's moving us into the future, right? Is that a lot of those basic fundamental, like you said, shop supplies and managing your matrix correctly and, and you know, all of that foundational stuff that ATI establishes, now it's being adapted into the digital age through uh, the work that we're doing and, and, and really the work that you're doing, putting our solution to the test and giving us the feedback that, that help us to make it right. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, it's, it's been great to be involved in Auto Vitals when it was first starting out and then having, I mean, I don't, I don't know that I don't know that Uva and I have always had the best relationship, you know, in terms of like what we put out there on Facebook and some of the conversations back and forth. Um, and now I feel we have a great relationship and everything like that. That's not to give the wrong impression whatsoever. But as far as like when it comes down to it, we really challenge each other in terms of like, no, I think it should be this way. And then Uba's like, no, I think it should be this way. And I mean, if you could see our private messages that we had amongst each other, you would think we're probably having this big blown out argument and this and that. And, you know, it is what it is. Like, it, it just comes down to um, the passion that he has for the industry and the company is the same passion that I have for the industry and the company. And we're both, like, obsessed in making ourselves better. Um, but in a lot of that is we can only make ourselves better if we have a trust in each other that we both have the best interests of the industry in mind. Um, so that's one thing, like, for any of the new shops or even the shops that have been there for a long time, is uh is really thinking about like who you're who you're partnering yourself up with and do you have accessibility to basically the founder and the owner of the company will they listen to your messages or will they will they not care and um i've prided myself on anybody that watches the door that wants to talk to me as far as like a customer or anything like that yeah you know come on in i i will handle you i you know just like i would if i was a service advisor or just like i would as the tech or if i was cleaning you know toilets and stuff back there i don't care what i'm doing it's just like this obsession for being the best that we can and i really appreciate that in terms of auto vitals and the growth that you guys have had and why we've aligned yourself ourselves up with your company is because i feel like that same goal or mindset is there as well is that I'll do whatever it might be. It might be two o'clock in the morning and God, I'm getting a text from Adam Benzik and what the hell does he want kind of thing. But I'm going to respond to it because, uh, because that's the passion I have for the industry. And so some of my, you know, best thoughts that I have uh, in terms of business wise and goals and, and changes and everything like that will be at one o'clock in the morning. I can't go to sleep. And I'm like, I got to hop on the computer, uh, look at a number or this and that before I go to bed. Cause I'm so obsessed with it. Or I got to email myself, remember to do that tomorrow. You know, and I think that uh, why I have an appreciation for what you guys do is because it was the same way. <laughs> and so are you, I remember the first time we signed up with Autobiles. We're talking until 11, 11.30 at night, my time, you know, because you guys committed to say, hey, this is potentially a good customer. I think I want to bring them on board. And, you know, we felt the same way. So what I hope everybody does next week is is really look at, like the people that are on that panel um, and the success that they've had really take notes, um, pay attention uh, and not try to implement everything right away, but, you know, take your, make your think like a CEO book and maybe it take you eight years to get to that point, but, but still try to progress on things. Yeah. No, I couldn't have said it better. 
Um, that's exactly the, the thing that we want the takeaway to be is that it's a serious, you know, it's about coming in and, and, and opening your, you know, your, your, your mind to these different concepts and to, you know, allowing somebody who's been through the fire and has figured it out and has had the success. And it's really just replicate, learn from them and replicate it in your own business and take that chance, you know, take that leap. Right. And, um, you know, you can always, again, you can always just monitor that through the data, right through the business control panel. And if it isn't working for you, get on that Facebook forum, reach out to folks like Adam and the entire community inside of, you know, uh, auto viral sh uh, solution users, and you're going to get answers. You might not like the answers. And it's similar to what happened with ATI, right? Is you might be like, well, are these guys nuts or what? But you know what? You just got to try it. And you got to commit to it. And you got to, you know, I always like to say, give it a pay period, right? Because your techs are going to know one way or the other, you know, give it a pay period and, and, yeah. and see those quick wins and take advantage of that, uh, you know, those benefits, you know, and, and, you know, uh, as a matter of fact, for folks that, you know, are thinking, gosh, you know, we're worried about what's happening over the next couple of weeks or months because of, you know, the coronavirus and all this stuff that's happening. How's it going to impact our business? You know, you, we're going to come together and we're going to talk about, you know, experiences across the country from folks and, and what's happening there and some some great ideas uh, to, to help us weather that. I mean, you know, we're American small business owners, right? I mean, we adapt and overcome. We don't run and we don't hide. Uh, matter of fact, you know, when we get lemons, we make lemonade. And so some of the ideas that we'll probably be discussing on our panel discussion are things like, you know, promo ideas to get, get those, keep those bays full, you know, similar to what the supermarkets do. And maybe, you know, one free roll of toilet paper for every oil change or, um, you know, yep. <laughs> I promo your HEPA, your HEPA <laughs> cabin air filters, right? Uh, screens out 99.9% .9 of all coronavirus, get yours today, right? Those kind yeah. of outside of the box thinking is what's going to help us get through this uh, scare. So, um, I, I wanted to do that promo of the one free gorilla toilet paper for an oil change kind of thing, but then my wife kicked it to the curb. She's like, hey, it's too touchy of a subject right now. You can't <laughs> yeah, it's too early. It's too early. But you never know, right? I mean, if they're lining up around the Ralphs over here and around the Costco. They can't even get in the parking lot. And they ain't got point, anyway, though, so what are you going to do? Yeah. To your point, though, about, um, you know, like the scare and everything like that's going, that's going on right now is – Think about it as a positive way. This is a way to take maybe that one step backward to take two steps forward. If yeah. it means a webinar that you watched on Auto Vitals with Digital Shop Talk Radio, um, or it means you, you know, started going on YouTube or you started researching, you know, different things about the automotive industry, there is a ton of knowledge out there. It's just a matter of whether you choose to sit back and think, oh my God, my business is going to go under because of this, or you think maybe this is that. $523,000 to $518,000 hiccup kind of thing because we've got coronavirus going on there. And you, you know, then you turn that into a next year's success story kind of thing. So yes. um, just try to see the silver lining and everything. And maybe this is a great way to say, God, we were busy as hell last year. Um, we did $2 million. I almost want to slow down and think about like, all right, what can bring us to 2.5? What can bring us to three? If I don't have the opportunity because of this stuff going on and maybe we shut down for two weeks, I can tell you my mind is going to be racing with ideas to improve things once we come back stronger than ever. So, you know, that's just going to be my mindset going into it is that um, we're going to try to make the best of it and we're going to get through it. And um, hopefully 
everybody else has that same mindset and uh, we just don't focus on the hitting the panic button. We focus on, you know, making things better. Now that's probably the best advice I've heard in a long time, right? Is don't spend your time reading about this virus. What are you going to be a virologist or something? Spend your time <laughs> learning about workflow management and specialization of roles and some of the, um, you know, these concepts that, that Adam and John and, and you know, and auto battle shops across the country are leading the way in, in proving, right? Learn those concepts mm -hmm. and then you, you tie the knot next Wednesday uh, in the Digital Shop Online Summit. You know how many hours I've spent uh, adjusting our inspection sheet to make that thing, you know, the best it could be? Yeah, in right. Two to three minutes. You know how many hours I've uh, tied things to can jobs and everything like that? Like, I couldn't even tell you how much time I've spent with that. If we have to shut down business for two weeks, this is a great opportunity to do so. You guys, this is our sixth great episode, right? Each one of those episodes is 30 to 45 minutes. Mine usually go longer because I ramble on forever. <laughs> but, but nonetheless, like those are 30 or 45 minutes. Like how much information can you gather? Like if we're shut down for two weeks, watch every one of those freaking episodes. Like you spend go. your time and just don't focus on all the negative. Grab your notepad and, and go to work. Yeah. So, and hopefully maybe your staff does the same thing. Maybe you can encourage them to do the same things. Yeah. Just because we're at home doesn't mean our mind stops working. Yeah. Hey, and you know what, Adam, I'm going to make a quick plug here on that too. Go to autovitals.com slash podcast. And you can, um, you can actually stream the episodes. You can watch them or you can listen to them. So if you're, if you're editing your inspection sheet and you want to, you know, get some inspiration while you're doing it, pop out an episode of the podcast and listen to guys like Adam and, and, and stuff like that while you're doing your computer work or while you're doing other things, while you're cleaning your house. You know what I mean? You're reorganizing your, your, your tools, you know, uh, just, just, just get the information flowing and then get some good stuff moving. Autovials.com slash podcast. Yeah, thanks, Dustin. And, and, you know, you can subscribe on there also, and then you'll get notifications, reminders when the show's about to start so you don't miss anything like our compelling intro we had today where we were just sitting there with a blank look on her because a little <laughs> light didn't light up for us. So you can just ignore that part. <laughs> well, it's awesome, sure. man. No, it's been you fun. Know. I appreciate you guys taking the time and inviting me back on. Yeah, no, thank you. It's it awesome to have you on. And uh, looking forward to talking with you next Wednesday. And like uh, Dustin said, you know, everybody get out there and register, uh, autovitals.com slash online summit. Uh, the full list of all the presenters are on there. If I forgot, you know, if I didn't mention anybody, Fred Guestwicky, Frank Scandora. <laughs> just, you know, uh, we'll catch you next Wednesday. Uh, so different time, starting at 8 a.m. Uh, until then, get out there and register. Uh, learn about, uh, you know, what's upcoming. Prepare yourself. Get ready for that uh, digital uh, shop online summit, and uh, we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Until then, get out and make some money. Real quick, Tom, if I could. Sure, of course. So about about the panic button, everything like that. This is a quick, maybe plug for Auto Vitals or whatever, but you know, same thing as we did. Is uh, the last couple of weeks we uh, we generally average throughout the year ninety to one hundred cars per week. Um, the last couple of weeks has been fifty-five to sixty, so almost half as little. We rent, went and ran a campaign, uh, Auto Vitals campaign, and I would say we had 120 cars this week. So there is like that, okay, let's weather the storm, let's get through the crap and everything like that. And if you need that emergency car count thing, I before that those campaigns, I didn't have a button that I could press like that emergency car count thing. If you ran the right campaign and everything, you can boost your car count right back up just in the click of a button. So. Um, just don't panic over it. We're going to get through this thing. And uh, as soon as we're done, 
use the tools that you have because there's uh, great resources. Yeah, no, that's a great point. What really what Adam's saying is if you don't have auto battles retention, what's wrong with you? And, uh, <laughs> and if you do have it and you don't have your campaign set up to where they're delivering twice your car count with a click of a button, then uh, talk to your advisor. Actually, let's take it on the Facebook forum because you can ask questions about that and get examples of how folks are running their campaigns and, you know, promote, you know, like I said, you know, roll the toilet paper for an oil change. I mean, hey, that's a pretty pretty solid deal nowadays. But uh, you can get on the Facebook form there and, and hash it out. You know, folks are going to give you what they're doing and how it's working just like that. And uh, maybe you post up uh, your success also on there and help other folks learn it. And we'll get you on this show and we'll make fun of you for a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> You're awesome, Adam. I appreciate it, man. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Thank hey, you. you guys too. Have a good one.